0: You are now listening to the Prince Bailey Arena broadcast show. Yes, people, what's going on? This is the Prince Bailey Arena. Today, we've got a special, 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 special individual who's going to be co-hosting with myself, Keisha Prince, on this live. We ain't going to call it no podcast. It's more of a broadcast for you guys to come on live, talk with us, and every now and then, we will talk about Matt at grassroots level, saying pro and obviously the professional level. And so we're going to introduce, I'm going to introduce Ryan Bailey, who's a former Academy Scout for Crystal Palace, also manager of Cray Wanderers, who brought them to the finals at the under-16s, under-15s level, also former AFC Wimbledon Scout and Charlton Scout, and also assistant coach at KSI Coaching FC, and now he's been headhunted by Burnley to be the lead under-scout for Burnley FC. So without further ado, we're going to welcome you. Brother Ryan Bailey. Big up, big up Ryan Bailey. What's going on, brother? Oh, what's going on? Okay man, it's all good man. Um finally glad that I've stepped into the arena. Yes, sir. <laughs> and um, yeah. I hope I can um yeah, I hope I can give valuable knowledge to anybody players, coaches, scouts, who call in. So thanks for having me. Yeah, hundred percent. No, know me, me and listen, me and Ryan we're gonna be talking what is under the table? We're going to bring it on the table. You understand? We're just going to just talk it how it is because I feel that on the scene today, you guys need to know the truth. Not saying we're going to do some secret scout talk, but every now and then we have to drop that because when there's foolishness, there's foolishness. But more mm-hmm. or less that we will give you guys the opportunity to come on. We're going to be inviting players, managers, scouts as well, uh, for you guys to speak directly when the time's ready. Uh, for you guys to call in and ask, ask questions and to find out advice in terms of how could you further your career. So, you know, myself and, uh, Ryan between us, man, we've got experience. Ryan is that guy, man. He's been, he knows, you understand, like, but you send him a player within a couple of seconds, you know, and what are you seeing, bro, like on the scene at grassroots level that you feel that needs to be adjusted,
1: mm. addressed? At the state, mm, so uh, all
0: right, we're uh, grassroots. Like I'm not, I'm not a scout that will say if you're not in top division in grassroots football, then you're no good because there's gems everywhere. Mm. There's gems everywhere. But mm. what I've noticed the difference between grassroots and academy is it's a county mile mm. apart. Um, uh, previous clubs that I've been at. I've been out, I've been out, I've seen players and they've sent emails to all the scouts saying that the level across the grassroots is actually poor at the moment. Aye. Um, if you could focus on more academy games, leave the grassroots games alone. Um, I won't <laughs> listen to that. I'll still go and have a look. Mm. But the level is um, is, a, is a county mark. Um, I've looked at, you know, like we've sent boys to clubs. From grassroots. And I think the older it gets, maybe under 15 to under 16, it's more tough. Mm. If you go into that environment. I'm not saying that it can't happen, but there's finer details mm. how you conduct yourself around the place, um, mm. saying please, thank you, shaking people's hands, looking in their eyes. Come on, That's just you getting into the building. Mm. Um, and then we're talking about you want to pitch. I would say if you're going to go into a trial or have an academy, please wear black boots. Black boots? You understand? You wear don't want to looking like no Wear rainbow. black boots. You're not flash. You're just you're just an equal player. Mm. Yeah, you just, here. you don't mean no business. Yeah?
1: Mm-hmm. Black
0: boots. Um, obviously, tuck in your shirt, respect the game. Yeah. Um, just listen to the coaches, focus. Yeah. Uh, we've recently had a boy sent back from a Cat 2 academy. Yeah. Outside of London. Yeah, because he was lacking the uh, IQ, yeah, yeah. Um, the body language. Just remember, guys, you're on a pitch. Yeah, if you're gonna like if you look at Alexis Sanchez, it looked like he had like um, a condition, like a Tourette syndrome condition, because right. he was always jittery, jinking and jacked. Drag- That's just to put your opposition off balance. Mm. Those things they want to see. Um, you know, body shape when receiving the ball. Sorry, not to keep going on, but. It's just find the details. I mean, if we can put the scout report up yeah. um and show you what was lacking, we'll do that. Yeah. But um yeah, there's so much that um grassroots coaches, no disrespect to them, don't teach um you guys. So when you get in that environment, it's tough for you. See? And this is what I've been saying. You guys know. I've been talking about the IQ. You can go and dance around fifty cones, which I see on Instagram, I see most grassroots, grass, group, grass uh, uh, roots coach do, and it looks all good for the gram and it gets pictures and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But if you're not training IQ at the seven stages of learning how to build up play, like I even spoke to one guy overseas for Boris Dortmund, sorry, and they mm-hmm. starting on IQ from the ages of 12 years old. Mm-hmm. 12, 12 years old. They start in terms mm-hmm. of like cognitive, and making sure they understand space and time, uh, positioning and all that stuff. And when I go to a grassroots game on a on a on a Sunday, they might as be playing rugby. But honestly, like mm-hmm. it's a kick and run <laughs> thing. And the best players that stand out is usually the fast ones. I say that is, is they usually the black boys who are quick. You understand? the mm-hmm. suckers. And you may get the odd occasion where that's quick, but it's usually the ones that's fast. You understand And pay this in mind. In the UK, we only just started to reduce the pitch sizes. I think it was 2010, if I'm not mistaken, we reduced the pitch sizes for grass uh, food pitches. I remember playing mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday league, seeing young players knee-high with baby milk in their mouth, playing on adult-sized pitches. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, that's a track and field. As I'm saying, Jamaica, track and field. <laughs> you understand? Track and field. Yeah, you were saying what? Yeah, me. I'm thinking, track and feel it. I mean, you know what I mean? Footballer
1: I'm
0: thinking, no, sir. And I used to sit there thinking, Raw, this bitch is big. And the boy would lick it top bins in a big mental mm, goal." And it's only, cold. you know what I'm trying to say? 2010, we only decided now to just say, you know what? Let's reduce the pit sizes. So, onto what Ryan is saying. And we're going to go deep in this because, see, grassroots is something that it's become a business now. And I'm not gonna say it. It's come a business. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me expose come it. Let me expose it. it. I know some of you guys need to pay uh, your bills. Pay your So You got to, yeah. You, yeah. you know I me. Mean? You need to finance your car and all that stuff. And so you're charging some stupid prices for the parents to to have mm-hmm. your boys. I'm talking. I remember one club in Boringwood. Uh, I, I What's the name of the club? I want to expose them. Uh, what's their name? in oh, Boringwood. Oh, what's their name? I did a few sessions with them. One or two sessions. And when I found that one parent said to me, yeah, they paid like close to four, five hundred pounds a season. I said, I said, one hundred, man.
1: I said, wait Yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we, we paid about four
0: hundred, five hundred pounds. And mm, then plus, mm. we got paid extra money for going on the trips. Yep, yep. We're not talking, we're not talking about petrol. We're talking about kit registration, all this. So when, so I never got it. When, mm. when they say, Football is is a is a is a privilege. Mm. I understand now. Yeah. It's not a it's not a given. Mm. You can do goal posts for goals with your mates, that's yeah. fine. Mm. But to put on that shirt and act like your are Saka for the day, number seven, yeah. that costs your parents or whoever it is that's supplying it money, even yourself money. Yep. Yep. It's money. And it's a it's a big business now. I mean, I remember when I was playing in Australia. And, uh, I used to volunteer to coach, uh, the youth players. I put a photo on, 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 so you guys can see. Don't watch the second photo. I don't know why they catch me. You look like I'm shouting, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I was stressed that day because, yeah. Anyway,
1: uh,
0: um, <laughs> I remember the parents used to pay big money. I'm talking 1,000 plus US uh, Australian dollars. You understand? For the kids to go to, a, a grassroots session and bear in mind, let me get into these grassroots coaches. I want to deal with you guys right now. I want to need to stop the foolishness and start to rub the parent, as they say. If you're going to train the players, and this is what I say, there's a difference between a coach and a teacher. When you're doing anything to do with learning that progresses you from one stage to your future, you're no longer a coach, you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because whatever you teach them or whatever you're, I'm a coach, no, whatever you instilled in them, I'm telling you now, 15, 10 years down the line, they'll still remember that session or remember that coach. I remember when I was, when I was doing a PE teacher, most of the boys now, Theo, they got Theo, he's a goalkeeper for Rochdale. He still remembers me. as and, and he was, he's 15, and I remember I was being his PE teacher when he was like nine, ten years old. You understand? He still remembers my session. And so, mm-hmm. most of the grassroots coaches that I see, they are doing the bare minimum and they're checking their watches. They're on their phone. Yeah. Yeah. Safeguarding yeah, yeah. now. Let me just put it out there. Safeguarding. Yeah. You should not be on your phone. Like mm-hmm. period. Like you should be giving a hundred percent to that session. Because parents paid money. You're out there Peace. And you're out there doing a the meaty dead session. I remember when I went to this thing, I need to find I think oh, I need to find this name of this club, man. Been with. I'll literally yeah, I put on a session. I made boys do, like, Barcelona. Like, I'm talking, I had a book, a book, when I was doing a session with um, Arsenal a few years ago when I was doing my studies. And I bought a book uh, about on soccer too. I so said I had all these academy drills for, like, under eights and all that stuff. It was proper techie. And I made these boys do this. None of these traffic lights and all that build. Like, now, like, I made them understand space. And when I see at academy level, like, I'm sorry, grassroots level, they ain't getting that. They're getting the bare minimum. And like the price is too high, and I get it. You need to pay yourself, whatever. But you gotta do it in a way. You gotta you gotta re- reciprocate that. You gotta you gotta reciprocate the value of what you're offering. But you see, when when there's only one club in the area or two clubs, like in Bourne am base, there's not a lot of clubs. Yeah, parents have paid up money, and they think, all right, cool. So boy, these coaches, yeah, they're not the coaches. Like I said, the coaches. There's a difference between the coach and the teacher. Before we, before I let you go. Coaches will come and do the basic minimum. All right, guys. Wicked. All right. So we're going to jump around this cone, play it back. Wicked. All right. Yeah. 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 You having fun? Yay. Yeah. Bro, teachers will be going into detail. Why are you doing mm-hmm. it? Why are you doing it? We watched the Premier League on Saturday. Yeah. I watched the set maps of the day on Sunday morning, whatever. All right. Did you see when Saka did this when he rolled in, when we were practicing shielding today, this is why you got a shield, you gotta play and they go into detail and then they <laughs> put it to a match. And then it's like, yeah, it's just it's more information and it's detail. I not when I go to grassroots I'm not seeing man doing that. Most of them. Like, bro, if I talk man <laughs> Boy. No, man, they're it's gonna fine. Me. I mean No, so just to touch on your point about space, um, mm. we took some boys, um, that under 12 game. We took some boys to play Ipswich Academy under 12. Uh, uh, obviously, I'm a scout, so I get a lot of um, well, it's changed now, demographics changed because you've got to be a set and they need to go to Lancashire. Mm. But, um, looking at the boys that are like under 12, under 13, and their parents are pushing them for this academy football, okay, um, we'll put a team together and we'll take them down to Ipswich the Suffolk, to play. Yeah. We took them down to play. Um, it was a, a tournament. We played Ipswich under 13 for so 40 minutes. Mm. And um, it was space. They killed us for space. Mm. It was the first time someone was playing 11 aside, side, which I thought would be, they'll have an extra man. And They they, they held their own, but the difference was the space. Mm. So they kept the ball in one area for a little while and then switched it. If you saw how much space they could run into, it was like a the space, and they, you could see if you're a coach, you could see when the goal's going to happen. Maybe three, four passes before the goal's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, you can see where it's going. Yeah, um, and yeah, they they uh, they yeah, they gave us a good old hiding, mm. and for me, that was to see to the parents. This is the level I've mm. been taking to see at Arsenal. Or a um or a Chelsea or a Tottenham under 12s Yeah, this is an Ipswich under twelve. Ipswich. This is the level, and Boy. some of the parents could say, "Oh, my son would fit in with the academy and this, and
1: that, and the other." Very enough. But is he there? Yeah, okay. Most of them thought that the thing. only kid that got highlighted
0: from our team, like for that under twelve age group, was a kid. He's maybe about my height, so he might be about 5'9". He's mm. 12. Yeah, he's Technically back. poor, Yeah, but they said, yeah, he'll be someone that we... It's a project that we'll work on. You know, the UK, man. They love their big players, man. But it he was, was too far out of the catchment. But I'm saying, if your technical is not, not all there at that age, if you've got the physical, they'll look at you. Mm, 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 mm. They would. Yeah, they would. 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's that's and that's another thing as well in terms of recruitment. I mean, wait, where should I start with that recruitment? Well, that's another topic, another day by itself. Mm-hmm. But as you rightly said, and you know it is as well when you're talking about space, the training model at grassroots mm-hmm. a changed completely. What I mean by that? There's two types of training model. There's skill and there's something called TGFU teaching mm. games for understanding, which basically, the skill model is this, warm up, like, I'm seeing grassroots teams still sending players around a five lap round jog around the pitch as a warm up.
1: Mm. Like,
0: I don't even want to get, I want to get to that as well. TJ, no, no, no. I, 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 would, uh, look, I would say, uh, what I do, like, no coaches take this on board, well, you do what you need to do, it. Mm. But I used to, Say, okay, if you're going to run around the pitch, take a football with you. Take a ball. Run around the pitch, maybe once with your left foot, the other with your right foot, and then come in. Mm-hmm. That was it. Just to get a touch, just to get a feel of the football. Gotcha. That's all. Gotcha. Yeah. And then I might just start
1: with a match. Yeah. Why not start with a match? Yeah, yeah. It's, ooh, okay. So, what you... And, done, and I'm not... Yeah, go ahead. Go on. Yeah, go, so, go, 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 go. Ahead.
0: No, no, no. I'm not one to stop play and talk for five minutes, I'm one to stop it, give an example and move on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't like hearing the sound of my own voice. I like to hear the ball move.
1: Mm, mm, mm.
0: I like to hear the ball fizz around and stuff like that. So, a lot of the coaches like to hear the sound of their own voice. No disrespect to them. Yeah, but, right. Well, sorry. What were you saying? No, no, hey, no. Sorry. see people, you see Ryan, he's the type of guy, he's one of them old school Spanish men because them Monday there in Spain, they don't talk. They stand there and they just, same posture throughout the whole thing. That's Ryan. <laughs> if you score, Ryan ain't clapping, his face is staying the same. If you make a mistake, he ain't clapping, his face stay the same. If you do a rainbow <laughs> flick, you, you hand on his... Uh, I might I might, I might upload it, but you, it has to be end
1: product. It has, be end product. <laughs> it has to be end product.
0: Or, and you have his right hand or left hand underneath his elbow, with one hand on his chin. That's, if he's doing that, he is scanning, you understand, so Ryan is one of the old school ones that he's not one of these loud scouts or even. i'm not, I'm not saying sound scouts are loud, but Ryan's that sort of guy that does that, but it's what you spoke about yeah with the game situation yeah that's exactly what t g f u model is It's game understand the meaning I bring you guys in uh we do like a all right if we do one more do one whatever, you bring you in we're gonna do a good condition game, so if I wanted to work on um I don't know, passing, build up, build an attack. Yeah, so we've got to do a certain amount of passes before we break forward. I'll put them into that without no teaching. I'll just set the rules. Mm -hmm. Guys are going to play a Mm -hmm. game. This is what the rules is. And I let them experience this for themselves. Mm -hmm. Then you bring them in asking questions. How did I go? Well, we did this. I didn't do it Then you bring them to a skill practice to learn how could they improve in that passing ability movement now. And then you bring them back into the game. Does it work again? Yeah, it worked. Oh, mm-hmm. we didn't do it. Well, all right, rotate. See that model there? Players will develop quicker with that model. You know how much times when I was used to do PE in school, mm-hmm. where PE teachers, PE coaches, sorry, and they used to fight me and say, no, nah, no, nah, just do the old school, man. Just do skill, skill the game. I said, because I see players, I see kids be sick doing the skill part. But when you go to games, they can't do it because of why? Pressure. <laughs> Pressure, pressure, my friend. And because they have not learned it first in a pressure situation and they have not understood to say, all right, so what I used to do, yeah, I used to have like a game. They've so had like a class of 30, whatever. There'll be a game skill section and there'll be another game happening. And I'll just get them to rotate and i literally just be not ever be coaching, literally. I'll just literally be just managing and players will be coming together, maybe making Understanding that, yeah, we have gotta do this now. Mm-hmm. And it, come on, Joseph. Now, I mean, are we doing a pass a bit here? Make sure his head down. Bring it to a game. Yeah, coach. Yeah, we made better passes now because why? Now they understand, and I feel that model of DGFU more games in training that or understanding will further help develop the grassroots and get out of this mm-hmm. warm up skill. Game, go home. Cool. You guys had fun. Put your hand up, you had fun. Alright, go all home right. now. Alright, bye, bye. See you later. Alright, next week, guys. Remember, alright? All right. Parents, text you in a texture in the group, all right? Yeah, yeah, forget that. All the models gotta change. But again, bro. You know how it is over this country. Everyone's singing from a different song
1: sheet. Premier League no. is different from the non league. No, I mean, we could give us, I'll
0: give a success story maybe on a grassroots front. Mm. Just obviously it's not all doom and gloom. Okay. Um, I got a phone call from a grassroots scout, no grassroots coach who was with me at Wimbledon. He's still there, mm. but, um, he messaged me and, um, he was like, "Oh, obviously congratulations with your new position. Um, yada yada yada. I just got some good news. Um, I've spoken to a lot of the boys and I've adapted of what you told me on the mm. mental component mm. more than anything else more than anything else um, I'm just trying to get these boys to know that this game ain't fair, mm. they've got to work on this resilience, dealing with adversity dealing with losses, we've actually focused on that that Michael Jordan like mentality, I'm not saying the Mamba mentality, I'm talking about the Michael Jordan mm. mentality mm. Yeah, I'm talking about you getting cut from your grassroots team yep then going on to becoming the greatest player ever. Yep. Um, Which happened to Michael Jordan, obviously. But if you know, you know. Mm. Um, But yeah, he's talking about that side. He's saying, okay, these boys have got opportunities in Norwich and these clubs now because we're on the mental side of things now. If they get in, they get in. If they don't, they don't. But they're just being exposed to that environment. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of guys think, all right, I've got the trial. The work is done. You've got to try not even scratching the surface. You have even got through the door. A lot of the boys that go to grassroots to academy feel they're getting bullied.
1: Bullied.
0: Because like we've said before, and you've heard this before, these guys at these clubs have mortgages to pay. <laughs> if I take my team, for instance, I don't know, let's say Barcelona C, yeah, academy. yeah. If I take you lot to play Canby Island Academy and Canby Island whoop me, I've got to go back to Barcelona and, tell, and explain how I lost.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of these showcase teams, when they beat these academy teams, that coach is under scrutiny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a results business. All levels, including with yourself as players. Yeah. What results are you getting
0: during the day? 100%.
1: You I'm trying to say. 100%. 100%. And, and this is why, again, the importance of grassroots coaches, because remember, I can't remember
0: the, the number of grassroots teams, but we have a lot of grassroots mm-hmm. teams in London, too. It's saturated, is the right word. We have a lot of quantity. But not a lot of quality, and and you know, and again, and there's some that I that I've seen guys on Instagram, and they focus more or less on the technical aspect. And I know I don't want to mention their name, but this particular chap, anyway. Uh, but they focus more or less on like technical stuff, bouncing off the walls, mm. um, mannequins, and all that stuff. And all that technical stuff is good, don't get wrong. However, if you can't Work out as a like a fourteen-year-old now to play, like we were saying before, as a fullback playing inverted. Know how to hit the half space. Even technical work. I'm doing consultation with players. I'm teaching eighteen, nineteen-year-olds how to open up the body as a fullback to play into the half space behind the strike uh, behind the fullbacks. So instead of them receiving the ball and they're facing inside of them, they're facing down the line. You know, I'm talking about those basic technical. Um, body adjustments and stuff that they're not being taught. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to mm. players who've been playing academy, uh, uh, grassroots football for years and they don't understand about, no, not even know what a half space is or even a low block. Mm. They don't even know how to build up attack. They don't know how to control the tempo. They don't even know how to read patterns of play. They don't know how can they create mm. overflow. Mm. They don't know how about, um, uh, when to read, you know, n- n- when, you know, there's an overload. How, you know, should I back off or should I join the overload? Because look, I see two of my men there, sorry, three mm-hmm. of my men there and there's two of others. Let me join in that and we can get out of that situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not, and that's what I said about this Rondo thing. Many coaches are using Rondo just for warm-up, but they're not translating that into game. If they understand about yeah. Rondo, Rondo is meant to be for oh. overload. Overload. Sorry, but I'll tell you, there's a coach mm. that I know.
1: Yeah.
0: I was doing a Rondo with them and he stopped. No, 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 no. You don't do rundos here. I hate rundos. Wow. I looked at him and said, are you serious? No, I don't do rundos here. That should I... I just let
1: Jeez. <laughs> okay.
0: A UK manager, as they say. UK. Ah,
1: English. We don't do rundos here. And so I did not know what to, like, yeah, that those basic things, man.
0: I mean, you've got to be doing those things from such a young age, man. Bro, Rondo is, like, again, I keep telling the players, go on Soccer Tutor and read on the, the materials they put in about different drills and how you can translate Rondo. You see me, yeah? If I was a coach or if I'm a manager and I had my coaches under me, I'm either sending them to Spain or Germany or Holland Mm. for their badges during the summer or whenever we've got time off. The UK Mm -hmm. FA level one, two, three, four, five, six. There's a lot of (laughs) you understand Michael Jordan. You understand it ain't there.
1: Well, you got to stick it. Look,
0: every coach that comes in and revolutionises our game, i.e. a Pep or someone like that, they'll change that model to suit that style. Yeah. The mm-hmm. so four corner model is new. It's just, it's more or less new, I say. Yeah, no, it's yeah, not yeah. something that we've been working off of for a very long time. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah, That corner model, we,
0: yep, technical, all that stuff. But then, <clears throat> again. I'm not saying
1: that it's not important. <clears throat>
0: mm.
1: I'm not saying that it's not valid, but it's a new, new concept.
0: Yeah. No,
1: yeah, 100%. I think with that model, Again, the problem is is that you've got a group of managers
0: at that level grassroots who are not um singing the same song sheet as the pros. Mm. That's my problem, is that I go i went to Spain, played semi pro and I played pro in Spain. And I saw in the the semi pro league and the league when I played in in the Liga 2 all of the same practices, were the same
1: <clears throat> that's why a player
0: in spain can jump from nothing or semi-pro to pro because they all get taught by the same thing now the only thing that was different for them is just the level of talent now you understand but they <clears throat> understand about the principles in spain or well, spanish football is about build-up play possession uh possession overloads we are built on that you understand you if I go and play for, if I go to a team in, like I said, up here in Bournemouth, yeah, and I go and watch them play, they're not be playing that sort of football. But then I go to Arsenal, that's like a couple of minutes down the road from there, yeah, and they're playing a totally different type of football. That's how it is over in this country. It's like they're not, they're not all following the same song sheet. So then, when clubs now at that level want players that can come into their system, they can't find them because. They're not singing mm-hmm. the same song. We trying to dance to R&B. You trying to dance to rock. Like we need R&B singers. You trying to raise rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And so, and 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 you got these old school English Nah, nah, forget all that. Nah, nah, nah. nah. You got to play like this, but then, or you go play Arsenal's under eights. Like I remember, like I heard loads of stories about how Arsenal's nine under nines a couple of years ago. They were frightening good. I think it's probably the same team as, um, uh, his uh, name? The one that went, who left Arsenal and Chelsea. Their team was crazy. Like, the tech that they had at the age and understanding was just, it was amazing to see. Uh, you go West Ham, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Chelsea, they all, their IQ and their technical abilities matched. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. But you go grassroots, most grassroots clubs, nah, 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 nah. nah not there so you know today's more or less sport is a warm-up and you know like i said like grassroots coaches where we do do our live video uh live sorry radio sorry and you come on a sweet you can come on a voice your concerns whether you agree with us or disagree with us mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i know for, for a fact that i'm not saying all of you guys are bad but there is a lot of bad at grassroots. Mm-hmm. And parents themselves, because they don't do their study, they don't do no research. They can't, they can't, they just feel, all right, that's how it's meant to be. And I have to pay for my son and daughter to go here. But then when a real guy who knows ball or whatever comes to see that and exposes that, they get upset. And I same as all across every sport. A basketball coach will know from a good one to a one who's just making money mm-hmm. to the point who's given valid information. So. It's a is a it's a it's an opportunity. Probably next week we do one grassroots. You know, I know uh, on side Alex, they they come and change the whole model, and they've doing really well We're trying to bridge that gap. Um, instead of this whole let me create a a a showcase team that so can get funding. You know what I mean? Now nah, man, you got to train mm-hmm. the boys properly. Don't mm-hmm. no, let me get into that now. <laughs> no, let me get... listen. Pro yeah. start making some promise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So, um, cool. So guys, like I said, man, welcome to the Prince Baby Arena and myself and Ryan, we're going to be giving you guys the scoop a week and we will let you know when it's time to come on live and make you come on with the right attitude, uh, um, mm-hmm. with the right questions. You probably have 20 seconds mm-hmm. to speak and then we give you two minutes, um, feedback and you know, we will talk live. So thanks for tuning in and make sure
1: you like and subscribe as well and share. Yes, sir.